0: The 2010s are a decade of commemorative anniversaries, most of which invite questions about whether other outcomes were possible, and if so, what would have happened? What if there had been no World War I or no Russian Revolution, the latter, incidentally, an unlikely occurrence had there been no such war? What if Napoleon had won at Waterloo in 1815? Or if the Jacobites had won in 1715? or if there had been no Bohemian revolt leading to the outbreak of the Thirty Years' War in 1618, or if Martin Luther had not nailed his complaints to the church door at Wittenberg in 1517, or if Henry V had not won at Agincourt in 1415, or Robert the Bruce at Bannockburn in 1314, Or if King John had not been obliged to accept Magna Carta in 1215. The list can be readily extended as well as varied by country and theme. The common element is the questioning of apparent certainties or known knowns, to quote Donald Rumsfeld. Indeed, what if books today take a prominent role in airport bookshops and have been a major publishing success over the last two decades? Yet this approach, generally known as counterfactualism, has had only a limited impact in academic history and more particularly in historiography and the teaching of historical method. Indeed, there have been significant attacks on the counterfactual approach. This is unfortunate, as counterfactualism has much to offer. In this book I offer a short guide to the subject, one that is designed to argue its value as a tool for public and academe alike. In particular, I focus on the role of counterfactualism in demonstrating the part of contingency, and thus human agency, in history, and on the critique the counterfactual approach necessarily offers to determinist accounts of past, present, and future, and therefore its value for teaching and research. I also discuss how counterfactualism can explain structural questions, notably how the modern world system took the form it did and does, and the form it might take in the future.